Welcome in. We are live again Thursday. Hope you guys have enjoyed kind of the new edition of Sports Talk here on the Dylan Corbett YouTube channel. If you're still checking us out on demand on podcasts, uh, you're welcome to do that as well. I got this stupid fan going on here, so maybe I will get a chance to turn that off in just a moment. Let's get that chat popping today because today we are going to make some money. NFL, college football picks. Let's start with the game tonight. Vikings fans somehow, I think, are still find a way to be optimistic. If you caught a show earlier in the week, I kind of described the uh, <laughs> what is a Minnesota sports fan. Very passive, very delusional, very loyal. Um, and I bet you that everyone's thinking you can go into Philly and walk away with a win over the defending NFC champs last year. Probably should have won the Super Bowl, right? Eagles fans thinking uh, if it wasn't for that uh, flag, right? That was definitely a flag. I was on the Chiefs, so I can't complain too much. Um, everyone and their mother on the Eagles. That should not shock you. But that is... And don't, don't get me wrong. I'm being kind of serious when I say, are the Vikings winning a game this year? I started that in the preseason as a joke because it's the preseason. Who the hell cares? But they found a way to... <laughs> lose all the preseason games, even though they were winning. So I'm like, huh? And then they're, of course, Vikings fans are going. They're selling out the bank. They're scolding. Hey, we're going to beat Baker. We're going right back to the playoffs. This is our year. Uh, yeah, not quite. But, so no one their mother is touching the Vikings except for Vikings fans and their mothers. Yet the line is moving towards the Vikings. This is a huge line. I mean, come on. So, the uh, the Eagles blew out the Vikings last year in primetime. I don't think that's going to happen again. Did the Vikings win? No, because I told you they're going 0-16, 17. Um, but is it a one-score game? Yes. Look at every single game the Vikings play in. Now, I am too much of a pussy to take the 6.5, and, and I'm too much of a non-believer in the Vikings. I'm not really a believer in the Eagles, so... If this line moves even a half point more towards Vikings plus six, I might have to take it and still the public on the Eagles, I might have to take it. But what I am looking at, and now this total, which moved up a point, has just gone back down a point. And I might have just made my decision there. I think the play tonight is Vikings and the teased under. So you're going to be looking at anywhere from, you know, 12 and a half to 13 and a half. And then you, let's get this thing up to... I think it's going to be an ugly game. Um, Primetime, unders already this year in the NFL. I know it's not uh, like it's a trend after week one, super small sample size. But I think they're like 11-4, 12-4. So why not... And everyone thinks it's going over. So why not get a little teased under action and take the Vikings? I mean, this is going to be a one-score game. It's a layup to take the Vikings, uh, the Vikings side plus... 12 and a half plus 13 and a half. Let me know your best bet for Thursday night football in the chat and the NFL weekend, college football weekend. Thanks for joining us here. Um, so I think it's going to be the Vikings teased with the under. I think that's the play. Uh, NFL, you can check out my gambling record on at COR underscore bet as we post all our plays there and we keep tallies for you so you can see who's actually good, who's actually not. Uh, don't be afraid of my total units uh, for the past year. Just keep a look at the NFL section. Just look at the NFL section. Um, so let's keep it rolling. 
Uh, I think a great follow on Twitter is at John Ewing, E-W-I-N-G. He's an Action Network guy. I think if you are serious about sports betting, you actually want to find out like how you can be better. And just if you're curious about it, I guess. I think that's the best full area to check out. Uh, you know, It's got all the information you need. Articles, if you're bored and want to read stuff and learn more, uh, you could track all your bets there, regardless of sport. You could check how you do in separate categories home spreads, away spreads, overs, unders. Uh, it's the GOAT. It's the GOAT app. So, John Ewing used to work for Action Network. Now he works for BetMGM. And what I love about his Twitter account is he posts all this interesting information, but he also he gives you data at the BetMGM Sportsbook. So, it's like another way of seeing, okay, where is the public? all over this evening, this bet, what have you, this game, because I want to be on the opposite side of that. And that has been the case for NFL props so far this season. And here's a couple I want to put on your radar in case you uh, do not go and check this guy out on Twitter. Um, Everyone is betting Dallas Goddard to have a bounce back week. If this is an ugly game like I think it's going to be, Hertz is just going to hand the ball off. It's not Kenneth Gainwell. It's going to be DeAndre Swift, but then it could also be Boston Scott. The Eagles have turned into a little bit of the Patriots recently, where it's like you don't—they re- like to keep you guessing with what their game plan is going to be, who they're going to feed, who they're going to target on a game-to-game basis. So, you know, Goddard over forty-six and a half receiving yards. Uh, John Ewing is claiming that ninety-nine percent of the money at BetMGM is on the over. That's got me so worried, I'm not only going to hammer the under, I might take him out of my fantasy lineup and start looking for Scrub McScrubberton to put him in there because that bodes uh, not well for me. I think he's not going to have a good game now. I mean, these props, just to name a few that I've been cashing, Josh Allen under rushing yards. It looked like it was dead in the water at half. Cash it. Uh, Garrett Wilson under, (laughs) you know, the Shock Rogers injury. That was... That was guess what shit happens when all the money is Vegas knows all the money's on one side and it happens the other. It's why they keep the lights on. So I'm trying to be on Vegas' side, if you know what I mean. Uh, everyone is also on Jordan Addison over 40 and a half receiving yards because he had 61 yards in week one. That was against Tampa. Uh, again, uh, primetime Kirk Cousins, rookie receiver going into one of the top defenses in a hostile environment. Uh, give me the under. I think Addison shies away. This, If anything, they're going to try and feed Jay Jettas, who's starting to look more and more like Stefan Diggs on the sideline where he's complaining. He's you know distraught. He's tired of losing. He's tired of having a quarterback who's less than the caliber of what he is himself at his position. Um, so I'll, let's look at that. And then this might be the another one. 99% of the money is on the over at BetMGM for Hawkinson to have over four and a half receptions. He had eight in week one. Why is that line so low then? Vegas knows we're taking the under on that. Keep an eye on things. And again, uh, to finish my point, unders are 12-4 and four to start the NFL season. 59% of the money is on the Eagles-Vikings over. Um, so I will be teasing the Vikings under. I think the Vikings are going to lose, but I think it will be one possession. And in case it's not, say it's 10 points, I'm hoping that the tease will help us out there. Uh, getting to 12, 13 and a half points, what have you, depending what teaser you choose. Um, because Jalen Hurts is 6-1-1 one, one against the spread in primetime, and this scream, 6.5 is interesting. This scream's touchdown game to me. Uh, hopefully, you know, 10 points, anything. Uh, so I think the way to go is Vikings teased with the under. 
and then let's see primetime Kirk in action, right? Uh, all right, so let's get to NFL just to wrap up NFL. I don't really have much. My only play last year, aside from teasers, which I will take a look again on Sunday, and again, follow us at COR underscore bet for all the up-to-date betting information, what we're actually picking uh, all the way up until game time, right, kickoff. Uh, so I told you earlier this week I was looking at the Broncos. The three and a half is scaring me too much. I think I'm going to stay away from the spread bet there and probably not take a spread straight up this week um, as we're still kind of seeing what's going on in the NFL landscape early on. You could see a lot of bounce back weeks, a lot of letdown weeks. Um, I, In terms of survivor, I think I, I just, I'm not a Sean Payton guy. I'm not a Russell Wilson guy. I'm not a Commanders guy. I'm not a Ron Rivera guy. So it's the battle of what's going to give. I think the Broncos do get it done at home, like I talked about earlier in the week. Commanders coming off kind of a poor-looking win over arguably the worst team in the NFL, the Cardinals. Go to the Broncos. Sean Payton lost to the Raiders. Shocking. Still looking for his first win. They're hungry with the Broncos. They're still at home. East to Mountain Coast, Mile High City. I think the Broncos get it done, but maybe it's by one, two, three points, not three and a half. Um, so I'm looking at them for Survivor. Other than that, I like the over. This one is, I've got my eye on, the over in the Giants game, right? Giants just got shut out. It was embarrassing. So everyone's thinking, well, this team sucks. Arizona, this team sucks. There's, you know, the total opened at 38 and a half. We're hitting the under. Nobody's going to score in this game. These guys all suck. Why has the total gone up a point and a half? Why do we only need three touchdowns for each team to get this over in the bag before halftime? It's not like the defenses are strong. Giants might be a little better, but they show they're not actually top tier if you let Dallas barely do anything and still put a 40-burger on you. Um, so I really like that Arizona over. It's only 40. Everyone and their mother's on the under, but it's going uh, so those are my NFL plays. Let's get to college football. I've kind of, since there's so many, college football is my worst sport. College in general is my worst sport. There's too many of them, and I like betting on well, too many games. So over the last you know five, seven years, I'm trying to whittle it down, find out what works. So far, what has worked this year, and what, we're two weeks in, this is week three, and working by, I think I'm maybe two games above or below 500 record-wise, but my unit deployment has not been strong, and I'm down like seven units. But what has been working, away spreads. What I've been getting crushed on, home spreads, unders. So from here on out, I'm kind of just targeting my spots for away spreads and overs. But I won't bore you with the totals, so let's just get into something that everyone likes, and that's just picking sides, right? So... I'll give you some. There's two games tonight. Um, not really looking at any of those. I might take an extra peek at Miami, but I don't want to bore you because they are facing Bethune-Cookman. So, um, let's see here. I do want to get out in front of this and pick up. Again, if you caught me earlier in the week, I told you. And it's a home spread, so maybe I can't even do it. Boston College, why is that line? I might have to put an obligatory unit on Boston College because it's moving towards BC and there is absolutely no reason on God's green earth for that to be the case whatsoever. But I will gladly follow the bait for my fandom. I don't know, maybe I won't. It went from 28 to 26 and a half, so... 
uh, and they're going to inevitably get absolutely crushed. I'm looking at Kansas State against Mizzou. Mizzou stinks. No, now I'm not. Everyone's on Kansas State. But, uh, again, Mizzou's terrible. They're one of the 0-2 teams against the spread. Um, I was looking at Kansas State. Now it looks like everyone else is doing the same, so I will probably stay out of that. Gopher fans, where are we at here? As they have a matchup coming up this weekend. I think it's another... No, that's right. Okay, it's actually a tough matchup against... UNC. So this is a good matchup. We'll get a real look at what PJ Fleck has to offer this year. UNC just came away with a scary win against Appalachian State. Is nearly three point, uh, three touchdown favorites, and they I think just got away in overtime. Uh, so interesting. Minnesota. I saw they opened up at six. They were down to five and a half. Now they're all the way back to seven and a half. So they're probably going to get crushed. Uh, TCU, everyone's kind of left them as an afterthought after they got humbled by Coach Prime and Colorado. I just want to see what their matchup is here, too. Sorry, I was running behind. Otherwise, I'd be way more prepared for you today. But that's also what we get on this live is uh, flying by the seat of the pants. So appreciate you sticking with me here. TCU has got a matchup against Houston. That should be a good one to watch. And kind of a mix. People think TCU is going to cover, but then also people who think Houston is going to keep this close, they're betting Houston money line because they think TCU is going to lose as a favorite again. Um, so just some interesting lines. I want to see again. We'll just dive in before we get you out of here short and sweet on a Thursday. Let's take a look at the top 25 games and see if there's anything appetizing here as... Let's see. I think it's a pretty benign week. Penn State is two touchdown favorites over Illinois on the road. LSU against Mississippi State is one of the early morning games. LSU with Brian Kelly just got destroyed by... Um, who did they just get destroyed by? Uh, Florida State, which is awesome because now they get to come and destroy Boston College. But... LSU is the public team against Mississippi State. Eh, intriguing. Told you about it. Notre Dame gets another layup. They got Central Michigan at home. People like what Sam Hartman looks like. Iowa, they're into the top 25. They just beat their rivals, Iowa State. How about Georgia? I've cashed the opposite of Georgia twice in a row now. Uh, Ball State and some other scrub because they're like 40, 40 to 50 you know, point favorites, and I think I've cashed it by the one possession each and every time. So Georgia, 0-2 against the number. Now Vegas starting to make that adjustment. They are minus 27.5 at home against South Carolina and Shane Beamer, and I think this might be the first time to lay off because I could totally see Georgia ramping it up for the first conference game and humbling Shane Beamer. They're between the, uh, you know, they're at home between the hedges, and I think Georgia's probably, as Vegas is telling you, the team to beat for the three-peat uh, in the college football playoff. Oregon State, how about them with DJ Uyunglele? Um, they're 16th in the nation. They're looking good. They're 24 and a half point favorites over San Diego State. That's pretty hefty. Bama. Uh, 33 point favorites at USF. Oklahoma. Four touchdown favorites at Tulsa. We got some crap games this week. Duke Northwestern. Any Northwestern takers? How about that line last week? Everyone saw what they did against uh, week one, post-Pat Fitzgerald hazing era. 
Uh, they put a stinker on, and all of a sudden they're hosting UTEP, and Vegas has that as Northwestern as a dog. And then all of a sudden they were favored by just one point, and they went <laughs> they went on the win like forty-one to seven or something. Northwestern against Duke. This is a two-thirty game. Opened up Northwestern plus nineteen and a half, and that has since moved towards the Wildcats. Yet with everyone on Duke. That is one I will be writing down right this second. Northwestern plus 18 and a half. Uh, I think that is a good looking spot. Duke is ranked. Why? Because they beat Clemson. Have you seen Clemson in the last few years? Jesus. Um, Ohio State, Western Kentucky. Washington at Michigan State. What's going on with Mel Tucker? That's, uh, you know, always a tough scenario here. We'll see what happens in that game. Tennessee, Florida. The great cocktail party. Florida is six and a half. Lines moving towards them. Florida, is this neutral site or is this at the swamp? Because uh, I, I can't remember where they play all these games. But as of right now, that is intriguing to me to see that line so short. And yet it's moving towards Florida with no one on them. Florida plus six and a half might be a hold your nose plug and play them as I write that down as well. Plus six and a half. Jeez, can we get a good game? Uh, Georgia Tech, Ole Miss is intriguing. That's a 6.30 out of conference matchup. You've got Lane Kiffin. you got Jackson, smoke me a dart. And Georgia Tech is coming in and getting a little bit of love, but it's because people are public. That line has moved five points, and I think it's moved too much. Texas... Comes off the huge win against Alabama. They are 29.5-point favorites at home against Wyoming on the Longhorn Network. And then, of course, you have Dion. <laughs> you have Dion against Colorado State. Game, uh, game day will be there. And Colorado, their win total, 3.5 coming in. They're already 2-0. Is this a look-ahead spot to Oregon next week where they're going to be 20-point dogs again trying what they hope to be 4-0? Um, are they going to roll Colorado State? Colorado State's 0-1. This line opened at 17-point dogs, and it's already moved a full touchdown. Colorado, minus 23.5. Nobody in their right mind touching Colorado State, I will say. The Rams are coming off a bye. Any takers there? Anyone touching that with a 10-foot pole? I don't know. All right, let's make some money this weekend. Good to be back. You can check all the on-demand shows on YouTube, on Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We also just recorded Winging It last night, which is already out on podcast form. We'll be up on YouTube here shortly this week. A uh, little bit of surprise for you guys, uh, the Winging It fans. So check that out. It was a great episode, and that's available now. Let's cash this weekend. Vikings fans, where are we at tonight? Caleb Williams sweepstakes or surprise victory in Philadelphia, primetime Kirk, baby. Let's find out.